<laughs> okay welcome to yet another episode today and on this episode with me today is someone i'm excited to be talking to um as you know, this series is focused on community building and Osita Owajofo is the founder and CEO of Black Tech Hub. Um, Black Tech Hub is an ecosystem that was launched to support black professionals and our, our, and, and our allies to, seamless, to seamlessly pivot into tech and end the salaries they deserve. I like the sound of that. Black Tech is committed to fighting unemployment and under, um, underemployment among black and visible minorities via capacity building. Osita is also the founder and president of NIPCA, a not-for-profit committed to building an enduring organization that helps its members, communities, and partners to succeed. I am excited to have Osita here as I intend to get into some get answers to some very interesting questions that I personally have and I hope our listeners will be excited to learn from. Welcome, Masita. How are you doing today? Yeah, thank you so much, Abby. Thank you. Um, I'm doing very well. Um, and how are you doing? I'm very well. I'm really excited to talk to Osita, folks, because Osita is such a busy person to pin down. But I'm glad he's here today and he's coming on the show. Um, I have a nickname that I used to call Osita way before, but I will I'll try to keep that in the wraps. I'm not calling him that for now. <laughs> Osita is someone that I have known for quite a bit. I have met Osita, I met Osita back in Ninja. I can't remember what year it was. I think it's like 2014. No, that, that, that should be 2012. Right, wow. yeah, self implementation for Boa, right? I know, yeah. I know, yeah. I know. 2012, wow, that's a long time ago. Yeah, so I'm so glad to be here. Like, we're both here in North America, we're both here in Canada. Um, and I'm excited to be doing this, 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 this conversation with you. Also, today I was looking you up online, I was doing some James Bond moves, and somebody <laughs> referred to you as an exceptional community influencer. Okay. So, as you know, like I mentioned earlier to you, in this series of the show, we're talking, we're telling stories of people like you, Osita, um, who have seen started their journey to influencing the professional immigrant community. So, Osita, what's the story? How did you become president and founder of NIPCA and then Black Cob? Like, what's the story? How did you get here? Like, what's the personal story? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, Abby. Uh, so, you know, uh, for me. Coming to Canada wasn't even in my in my plan. It wasn't in the agenda mm-hmm. at all, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know when when I left um, when I left Lagos to Port Harcourt. Port Harcourt is in, in Nigeria, uh, South mm-hmm. South Nigeria. You know I started working for an oil and gas company, yeah. and uh, you know I was there as the manager, and um, within six months I was promoted to group head of IT. Of, oil, Ooh, of an okay. oil and gas company, you know, responsible for, um, you know, the IT infrastructure operations, name it, across five subsidiaries of this conglomerate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so it was a it was a very very good um, very good job. I had an official car, official residence, and all that. Um, yeah. So, but you know, the Canada thing was something that my wife was very interested about. <laughs> um, you know, so she went ahead to, you know, apply for the PR. Um, mm. I was like, in my mind, I, I let this thing not even work, you know, that kind of thing. 
Yeah, but okay. of course, I gave her the go ahead. You know, go ahead, madam. You want to go to Canada? Go ahead and apply and all that. You know. Yeah. And she went ahead. Before I knew what was happening, we 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 got the letter that <laughs> you know that our application has been approved. Um, you know, then, yeah. that was even before express entry. That was when she did the application because express yeah, entry. I think there was something before express entry. Yeah, yes, express entry started January 2015, and okay. this application was made, I think, around end of 2014. You know, then oh, okay. it, then it normally take like a year or even two years for you to get yeah. feedbacks from. Yeah, but now things are pretty fast. You know, so when we yeah. got that letter, I was like, "Hey, what is going on here?" Um, <laughs> so I thought about the fact that, okay, this new job, I mean, how can I leave this job and start talking about Canada? So that means living known to unknown because the new sure. country, Canada, you are not sure of the jobs. You are not sure of what is going on. Then quickly, we just, okay, let's go over there and see what's going on. You know, we traveled, came here for one month, um, you know, mm -hmm. just to survey ground, you know, uh, discuss with few people just to kind of acquaint ourselves with the environment. Um, after mm -hmm. that, we went back. And spent another yeah. one year back in Nigeria. Um, so uh -huh. after spending one year again, um, at some point, the security situation in Port in Portacourt became um, a little bit uh, challenging. Uh, that sure. was when it dawned on me that hey, this Canada team might be a very good option. <laughs> you know, I know. Yeah. I know. So eventually, we came here. Um, that was uh, August 2017. Uh, so the okay. moment we landed, the next thing was job. You know, because. Um, being someone that you know i i don't want to just sit and worry away time i need to get into into the job market right away um yeah. i started applying for job and i was getting this you know unfortunately we have been able, able to move on with someone else that's closely aligned with oh, the skill that, we are looking for i was like <laughs> hey what is this I, I mean i applied for more than probably i i, I see people talk about 500 application like for me, it wasn't up to that. But again, let me say about maybe like 40 or 50 applications, um, mm -hmm. you know, before I was able to get my break in terms of getting my first job here in Canada, professional job. Um, so yeah. I got a job as a project manager. But one of the things that, you know, keep um, running through my mind during that moment was, do we have a community, like a Nigerian community? And, yeah. the, and the answer, like when I ask some of my guys, they'll be like, oh, there's no community here, oh boy. Everyone is on their own kind of thing. So people mm -hmm. come here, they find success, and, you know, probably they just move on, you know, with their life and family and everything else. So yeah. thinking about that, my wife was like, hey, why not set up a community? If there's, if there's none existing, come up with something. And that was what gave back to NIPCA. So NIPCA stands for Nigerian IT Professionals in Canada. We started okay. the WhatsApp, you know, I created a WhatsApp group. For you to create a group, you need someone. So my wife was the first member. I have to add her in the group. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, 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 Osita. Please, I don't know. I haven't met your wife. I don't think, I, I don't know if I met her during those days when we used, we used to couple back home. But I just want to say thank you to your wife. Because two things, because I'm actually jotting down. First, she applied for this, for the Canada. She, she put up the application. That was one. Second, she also told you the idea of if there's no community, form one. <laughs> and also became your first member. So please give it up for Madame. Like, let me, wait, let me find my drum roll. Please for her. Yeah. <laughs> now continue. Please go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's such a, you know, a lady that, um, you know, sometimes, and, and that is why we really compliment each other, right? Um, yeah. For me, I felt, no, community is not a thing right now. 
Um, it's about, yeah. you know, let's stabilize in this place first. But she was like, hey, um, you know, for having that community is part of the stabilization. Um, so, you know, we started gradually, you know, some of my few friends, I spoke to them about it. They all joined the WhatsApp group. This was in 2018, right? August 2018. Okay. You know, that's a year after we landed here. Um, okay. So, you know, we got few friends, they came in and they are gradually the community started to grow on WhatsApp. Uh, you know, we basically, we are just exchanging banters uh, and all that. Mm -hmm. But after a couple of weeks, I realized that, hey, we need to make this organization professional. Um, there are okay. so many, you know, WhatsApp groups here and there where people exchange banters and, you know, have fun and yeah. gist and all those things. But for me... I'll tell you where you find the um, Nigerian hot chicken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Please go ahead. You know? So for, for me, I want something professional. And that was when I, you know, we now set up the rules. You know, we set up some cadence in the group. What should be posted? What should not be posted? Blah, blah. You know, we kind of moderate along those paths. And the next thing was, you know, gradually we start talking about tech. Start talking about topics start talking about the different areas start talking and people begin to realize the value within the community as they realize this value they start telling their friends and as they start telling their friends about nipka the community started to grow uh, within a few months we hit 256 which was the maximum in whatsapp uh, so we had to move from whatsapp to we were thinking then where do we move to you know in terms of platform eventually yeah. we moved to slack um and we also moved to telegram so we've got two platforms we use slack for mm -hmm. professional and domain specific conversations um, so in slack mm -hmm. today we have about 20 channels within our slack workspace so when Ooh. you join the slack you choose the particular domain that you are interested in whether it's business mm -hmm. analysis project management data and so on and so forth you choose what you like and continue engaging with like minds within the channel but if okay. you are added in the Telegram, Telegram is more for now banters. You know, we we, can, we crack jokes and all those things you can think about and stuff on Telegram. So mm -hmm. that's the way we kind of modeled Nipka. Um, you know, so the community have really grown. Today we have over yeah. we have over five thousand members um, across Ooh. our network, and of course membership across all Canadian provinces. You know, we've got oh. uh, membership represented from virtually every province in this country today. Wow, that is really awesome. And you're already answering, there's a question I told you I was going to, I was going to ask you because it's something that I saw, but you're already mentioning and answering those questions um, gradually for me because I, I was writing down as you were talking, you had Slack, you had Telegram, you started to put, you started to put, process in place somehow and, and that is really really awesome i think that's one of the things missing um you know missing in some of the communities that we have um Osita, so i read also online that black tech just turned one congratulations yeah thank um, you. so what's the relationship between black tech and nipka like how did how did nipka just like how did you now become black tech or i see that they're still different like yeah, different organizations, yeah, right? They, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, they are, they are, they are different entities. Um, okay. So, you know, as we make progress um, in NIPCA, you know, one of the mm. things that we also started doing was, because it's not about creating community, you, you must make it value-driven. So we, we started organizing programs, newcomer programs, incubation programs, um, um, startup programs,
programs, uh, entrepreneurship programs, um, mentorship programs, a lot of programs. So it became a value-driven community, you know, where people literally want to come. Uh, we have sessions on resume reviews, interview preparations, on NIPCA, everything for free. That's the beautiful, beautiful side of the whole stuff. <laughs> uh, because when we started, people were talking, hey, how do you want to fund this? Oh, we need to charge membership dues. And um, for me, I said to folks, no, this is like me giving back to the community. Membership yeah. dues, no, let's leave it out. Because once you introduce money at this early stage, some people will completely read different meaning to it. So we didn't even sure. talk about money, no membership deals. Um, you know, we got speakers. Sometimes I have to pay out of my pocket, extend honorarium mm -hmm. to them and stuff mm -hmm. like that. We started building and gradually we grew. But I now realize there's a bigger problem. One of yeah. those bigger problems is capability building. You know, some of our members will go out there and do trainings. Once they are done with trainings, they are still having challenges. Challenges like, oh, this training was not thorough enough. Challenges mm. like, oh, there was no support system. Like, I finished the training, there's these guys, they could not support me to, you know. So I began to yeah, think about it. So mm -hmm. they will go out and do training, then come back to NIPCA looking for support. Oh, what about if we now have an ecosystem focusing on capability building, where we can mm. come up with programs, come up with initiatives and come up with things that will build our people up to get jobs. That was what gave back to Black Tech. So Black yeah. Tech is an ecosystem, a social enterprise that focuses on tech capability building. In fact, we have six strategic objectives in Black wow. Tech. First, hmm. career acceleration. We, you know, yeah. under career acceleration, we do things like resume review, interview preps, and all those stuff. Master classes, mm -hmm. you know, introduce people into new areas in tech and all that. Then from mm -hmm. there, we also have another one called the leadership development. How do yeah. we get our people into leadership positions? Most black yeah. people are used to operational and tactical levels, you know, kind of jobs. How do we get them mm -hmm. to aspire to VPs, to SVPs? and to the CEOs. That was what led to the leadership program. And for us to develop the leadership component, we had to work with KPMG. We work collaboratively to develop a two-month program on leadership. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's sit down. You're just, wait, calm down. Wait, hold on. <laughs> okay, I, I want to pinch at some of the things that you said. Um, Black Tech came as a result of the needs that you obviously found with NIPCA. Like um, the members were going out, getting training, and weren't feeling supported. So they didn't have the capacity to take on, like the kind of roles they really wanted to take on. Awesome. Um, you also talked about the fact that, you know, you had to, then, then there's a leadership training, there's mentorship. So I went through black tech and i think that you're doing awesome awesome work i was gonna ask a question but it looks like you're beginning to answer it but i would go but what i liked what you said about going to kpmg for you to get what help me break that down and i'm sure people are curious to understand like you know how did we say we're going to like because you were just in a group together and then you said kpmg to explain that part for me please yeah you know one of the things that um i, I know that we have to do something different, really, when we founded Black Tech, um, you know, because yeah. it was powerfully launched July 15, 2021. Um, yeah. We had great leaders, including the MD of um, TD Bank, Global Real Estate Investment, who was a keynote speaker. Uh, we had the okay. current senator in Canada who was also present with other tech leaders. Um, I, I, the vision is to build something different. And to build something different requires us to partner 
it requires tons of partnership with those that can really add value to what we are trying to accomplish. So that was mm-hmm. what led us, you know, just like I mentioned, six strategic areas. Uh, leadership component was key for us. And how do we build a proper leadership program? I'm a tech executive. I'm into tech. Leadership, yeah. yes, I'm a leader. In t- but I can't say I'm an expert to teach leadership stuff. So yeah. that was why we have to collaborate with KPMG. And one of their managers really worked with our team. We have a team and we got one of their managers that is very experienced. In fact, he's a John Maxwell certified coach. He has done yeah. tons of things within the leadership um, ecosystem. He had to work with my team to develop a proper component in terms of talk, a program talking about emotional intelligence, communication, mm. mentorship, sponsorship. You know, a whole lot we are actually introducing to that program. And we had the first program last year that was mm. incredibly successful. You know, okay. we, we have about we had about 30 people that joined. These were individuals that are about moving into leadership. They felt they are higher yeah. within the operational level. They want to move into yeah. the leadership. And they enrolled. After that, we paired them with senior leaders within the tech ecosystem for mentorship yeah. and sponsorship. This really helped some of them today. They have moved into managers, some directors, as I speak to you right now. So the, 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 okay. the, the, the leadership component is dear to our heart because we want to see more black people occupying those you know, positions of influence. Then I've talked okay. about career acceleration, leadership uh, development for black tech. Then the third one was diversity, equity, and inclusion, advocacies and stuff like that, you know. Then the fourth one, mm. program for youths, right? We want to guide them young, black folks. We want to train them in tech, get them to be interested at early stages. Then the fifth one is entrepreneurship. And we got Neji Tao, who currently, I mean, he just won $100,000 from Amazon Startup just a couple of days ago. He's the one yeah, leading, the leading the entrepreneurship component for Black Tech. Then we now have mm-hmm. the sixth strategic objective, which is Black Tech Academy. So okay. most people kind of know more about Black Tech Academy because of our hands-on tech capability programs. But Black Tech is not just about academy. It's not just about training. We are much more. Okay, okay, okay. I hear you. Osita, wait. So right now, this is what I've done. I Because I'm I, when I'm listening and I'm talking, I, I try to doodle. I try to write stuff. Osita, this is what I've done. I've written Osita in the middle and I have, you know, all of these things that you've put here. But I know that you did not do this on your own because it keeps saying we, we, we. So obviously you have a very strong team. Osita, you came into this country 2020. Well, let me go back to my notes. You came in 2017, yeah. right? Um. And you started building the community. How did you, like, how did you get to the point where you have all of these awesome partners? I was looking at your, was it your board or your people? I don't know where I saw that. And you have some really powerful names on 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 Black Tech and also on on Nibka. And I'm wondering, you know, how did you get them to run with you and do this powerfully? Like, this is not Osita's man. Like, it's not Osita. Okay. So the nickname, y'all. <laughs> Osita, I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to loud your matter. The nickname, y'all, is Osita Man. This is not an Osita Man show. This is this is bigger than that, and it's amazing to me. So, how did you get to? operationalize these things? How did you get people to buy into this vision that it's now something bigger than yourself? Walk me through that. 
yeah. from from you know the beginning yeah you know just um yeah that, that's a very good question you know just like i mentioned um for me i i i found strongly that we can do much better than what we are doing as a people and the one that struck me very hard that really revolutionized my perspective and also even the drive for the black tech was when i encountered a nigerian living in saskatchewan we had a master class in nipka and everybody joined we had over 300 participants online on that particular day and mm. you know people were asking questions and all that and one of the guys said oh, oh sister please can i have one-on-one -on -one with you um, and I told him, okay, that is fine. Please call me after this session. He called me and we had a chat. Guess what? This guy mm. has got 10 years experience back in Nigeria as a resident internal controller in Wema mm. Bank. That's a bank called Wema Bank. The mm -hmm. guy was a Rico, you know, branch, all these branch controllers in a bank. Mm -hmm. 10 years experience. Now in Canada, do you know what the guy is doing? He's working he as a security guard. How? Security guard for the last three years in Saskatchewan. Wow. Ten years experience as a banker, but here in Canada as a security guard. Now, when the guy mentioned this to me, I was like, wait, wait a minute. You mean you are doing, like back home we call him a guard. I said, are you saying this is what you do? He said, yes. I was like, why? He said, hey, when he came into the country, he looked for a job, it was difficult. And of course, some of his friends told him about, you know, either carrying boxes like in Amazon or security guard. And, you know, he put out his CV and that was it. They took him. Now he was earning, I don't even want to mention the amount he was even earning. But he told me he had gotten promotion from security guard to senior security guard. Still, what this guy is earning is not up to $50,000 per annum. And I told wow. him, guy, you are not doing i mean what you are doing to yourself is not the right thing Do it's you, a lot of emotions it's, it's a lot of i don't even know i, I can imagine his, his state of mind yes. and how he feels yes he probably feels trapped absolutely or he probably felt trapped because I, I can imagine he's moved on yes so i told him the one thing i think you can do is to leverage what we call transferable scale the skills you've got in the bank risk management compliance governance all these things are skills that are in demand today do you know you can pivot into cyber security grc right mm -hmm. to become a grc consultant or grc analyst governance risk and compliance and easily you can end six figure in this country instead of doing what you are doing the guy could not even understand what i was talking about i walk him through proper understanding to understand that hey this thing you are doing no this is underemployment Today, that guy, he went through Black Tech Cyber School, which is one of the three months program we do, we put together under Black Tech Academy. He finished. Mm -hmm. He was among those hired by RBC Bank. Today, that guy is working as a cyber security analyst with RBC Bank. That was life transforming. So when I see things like this, it's, it's kind of motivate me to continue doing what we are doing. And which is what? to build capability. And how do we build capability? We need people. And that is why I have to go out of my way to reach out to these individuals. I mean, we've got, we've got tech leaders. We've got people that have been in this ecosystem for years, including Professor Rita Oji. Some of you might know her. You know, yeah, she, okay. she, she's the head of strategy of Black Tech. 
Yeah, most most people see Ositas, they see black tech because I'm the CEO, I'm in the front most of the time. But I've got I've got incredible, you know, knowledgeable team members working closely with me, you know, to bring this this initiative to fruition. That is that is awesome, Osita. That like I'm I'm just in awe, like I'm happy for for this person that you know, and now he's found a different path and he's doing something else and and he's you know, he's on a pathway to at least it's even the it's even the confidence like it's even the it's, it's upping the confidence it's upping the the life of someone and you can you know imagine how that will affect the rest of his family you know because he's he's upped his game yeah and he's found a way to do these things um also so in your experience though why do you think that happens like um the kind of people black tech is willing to uh, cater for. Why do you think people get into that place where we're underemployed or unemployed, and and then we stay there? How do we? How do people get there from from what I'm sure black tech must have done some research and stuff. How do people get there? Yeah, um, that's a very good question. Uh, one thing that I've realized is the people you associate with, mm -hmm. your friends, your circle matters a lot mm -hmm. that's the truth mm -hmm. when you associate with folks that are forward thinking there's no way you are not going to be forward thinking yourself so what mm -hmm. i advise for people generally is make sure you associate with the right people make sure you associate with the right individuals newcomers when you come into this country identify forward and progressive thinking communities very important because this guy for instance that i talked about told me that when he came the circle of people he met told him some of them are working as uber drivers some are working in a security guard some in amazon and this language was oh boy you need to start from the scratch oh. right so that was what yeah. they sold to him and he got in there of course you know here you have to pay bills bills upon yeah, bills true. he got true. in before he knew what was happening one month turns to six months, six months to one year, one year to two years, two years to three years, right? And mm -hmm. those are the kind mm -hmm. of challenges that people face. So your circle of inf uh, friends is very, very important. Make sure you engage with right-thinking individual. And most importantly, attend events, attend programs, network. Sometimes, you know, black people have this imposter syndrome. You know, that mindset mm -hmm. that I am not good enough, that I cannot do this. Those are mindsets. For me, I call them mirage. They do not exist. Mm. They do not. Because you are doing very well in your home country. You're a professional. Doing very well. How come when you come into a new country all of a sudden, it looks like uh, 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 Shei is no longer Shei or Abi is no longer Abi? Why? Because you're in a new country? No. We need to ensure that we keep up with the momentum. Even when you find yourself in a new environment, understand your skills, align your skill set to what is in demand, and see your career succeed. So these are the things that I typically, you know, encourage people to embrace. So to answer your question, circle of friends is one of the challenge, right? People you meet. Okay. Two, networking. You need to network. Now look at. Had even that guy didn't attend the Nipka masterclass that we had, probably mm. he wouldn't have reached out to me and probably yeah. wouldn't have had that engagement. Maybe by now sure. the guy would have still been a security guard for the fourth year now. So we need to come out of our shell, network, 
attend events, attend programs, listen to podcasts, just like this one we are, we are having right now. The more we do these things, the more we expand our horizon and the more we, we, we improve ourselves as individuals. I hear you, Osita, and it's a very truth because the truth of the matter again is that he can literally have attended and not have reached out to you. That's another level. Yes, <laughs> I hope you know that, right? He can attend and be like, "Well, what, what these guys are saying, I don't know. They they have it better." But but like you said, it's a mindset. I like the word you use. It's mirage. It doesn't exist. It's not there. Um, let's let's deal with it and let's move forward. Um. So, Osita, this is my final question for you before I let you go. Because this has been, even me, like, my, my book is full. <laughs> but this is my final question for you. Well, it might not be the final. I might be Oliver Twist on this. And I, I really want to dwell back on that. So, when I was going through Nibka and Black Tech, and I'm, I'm also on your, I'm also on your uh, WhatsApp thing now. I'm also on your email list. And the communication, and just looking at the breadcrumbs, online that you i see that you've operationalized so well and, and and that is amazing so if you have someone who is because you also talked about black tech also attending to entrepreneurs and i just want you to because you have done this um someone starting a new venture someone starting out newly how can they how what advice will you give me particularly myself for instance so i've been doing this podcast for about a year um i did last year and i was like okay i want to do it differently this year and so i took a break and i was you know trying to learn a lot of things and stuff like that how would you teach what would you what would you what would be your advice for me to learn how to operationalize this i don't want this to be a bisoya affair it's not a, a bisoya affair i really want it to be bigger than what it is and I'm saying this because I know that other people who are going to listen to this, who are going to say, I want to do something to, similar to what he's doing. I want to do it in another aspect, maybe something else, but just addressing or helping the community or I'm building a business. How would you tell anyone to operationalize it? Because I listened to you, Osita. You said when you started, it was on WhatsApp. Um, you got to 256, you moved on to um, you moved on to Telegram and Slack, and then you put processes in place. How do? How, what, what advice will you give someone who's coming up, trying to build a venture, um, the kind of things to watch out for so that it's not business as usual? It's not just we shall they do them. It's a you know, it's yeah. something that can grow bigger than them. What what kind of advice will you give them? Yeah, yeah, this is a good question. Um, this is a good question because um, last last year. Um, mm -hmm. Nigerian Canadian Association extended an award to me for community ex uh, community leadership. Um, you know, in fact, they reached out to me as well to say, okay, another organization reached out as well with another award. Council of Nigerian Professionals in Canada reached out, extended another award to me. And one of the things that one of the leaders said, how come you guys are just three years old? And we are yeah. talking about thousands of members. And the testimonies we are seeing and the impact is mind-blowing. How are you guys doing this? This was a question that was posed to me. The organization asking this question have been in Canada for 40 years. Okay. And they are wondering, what is these guys doing differently? Mm -hmm. Now, my answer is this. Because many people have reached out to me. I, I, must, I must tell you this. Many organizations have reached out. Many community you know, oriented organizations have reached out. Because one of the things that is also happening about community, especially when it is volunteer run, that means you don't pay people, right? It, it's it's difficult to keep up. 
Because some people might want to volunteer. You know, Canada Canadians like volunteering and stuff. They want to volunteer. They come in. After one month, two months, what happened? They start slacking. Yeah. You know, there are challenges like that. But one thing I do, and those that work with me closely will tell you this. I run this our ecosystem as a startup. So I have got a startup mindset in everything I do. And that startup mindset is what I have tried to what? Get my team members to also what? Embrace. So, like some of my directors, <laughs> if I drop some chat now on WhatsApp, like I drop a chat by 11 p.m., trust me, within 5 10 minutes, you see some responses. Wow. You know, so they themselves. You know, that sense of urgency, that sense of, hey, what is the next thing? That sense of, so it's like they themselves have really bought into this. If, for example, I was just lagging or not serious about it and all that, it's going to also work rub off on them as well. Mm. I told you, you know, sometimes when I sleep, I, you know, so I have got several things to do. And one of the things I did was identify individuals that really understand what needs to be done. Like what you say, the advice is this. People, 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 very important. Your ability to identify those that really understand the bigger picture. Not just, you know, people that just think short term. What are mm. we doing, guys? We are building an ecosystem that will impact us, those behind us, and our children. This is what I always tell my people. So that they understand that, hey, we're not just doing this thing for just maybe one week, two weeks, or three months kind of. No, we are building this, laying a foundation for our children. So that some of the challenges we pass through when we came in here, our children will not pass through those challenges. See, Very that cool. is the vision. When you get people that can buy into the vision of the why you are doing what you are doing, trust me, they will be able to support the work you do. That mm. is the way I have really, you know, kind of, today we've got, we've got over 30 workforce. Exactly. I noticed that. Over and I know that, like you said, yes. they are volunteer-led. And that's really difficult to lead a volunteer group. Yes. We've got over 30 workforce. And out of this over 30, about 10 are part-time payments. You know, we have to pay some of them. Because know, as you grow, you begin to look at some strategic areas that require, you know, some, some level of commitment. So that is where, you know, you have to now gradually begin to find strategy on how to even extend some payment to those individuals manning those areas, right? And gradually, the next thing we are looking at is full-time employment for some of these folks. We are, wow. you don't need to work elsewhere, you are working full-time and you get your full salaries and all. That is where we are headed to. So to answer your question, first, the vision. You've caught the vision. You must be you must be restressed about it. Because you are the visionary <laughs> visionary. So you must be restressed mm. about it. If you are not serious about the vision, then trust me, no one, no one is gonna no one is gonna be as serious <laughs> than you. You understand what I'm talking about, right? You, I you, you, you follow that you, serious oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You must be serious. They must see the commitment. That is when they will begin to say, wow, wow, this guy, this guy, this lady, oh, she's very serious about this. She's very passionate about this. Let me, let me support this work that she's doing. And when they begin to see the work you do and what they are doing, the impact 
that they are also making within the community trust me they will be encouraged to do more especially for us when the testimonies start to come in that's mm. another lady a banker <laughs> we have a lot of bankers you know coming into this country and the problem is well that that is also a place where you played in right you used to also work in the bank for a yeah, while yeah but i was i don't i don't really regard myself as a banker because <laughs> you know that i was into sap implementation and stuff so i know yeah I know. but you know when i say banker i'm talking about like the traditional bankers back home you know the op okay. operation staff or those working as marketers you know basically most yeah, of what they yeah. do is to look for target the money and all those things i know so when they come stuff. here it's difficult you know people like us because of the background it we've got some skills yeah. already that is easily transferable anywhere we go but True. i got a lady that said to me i don't think i have any skill i said why why did and you say this she said oh yeah because i've been in canada for two years now working as customer service representative customer service representative representative for two years in nigeria what were you doing i was head of operation of a bank wow. head of operation now in canada customer service can you imagine when we talk about underemployment i never really understood what i am talking about till we founded this ecosystem that lady mm. she started our business analysis accelerator program which is a three months program that we teach theories practicals and projects so the students will go through the training and also yeah. have two of our in-house developers work with them to develop a solution end-to-end -end. do you let oh, me finish okay. this program we have the what we call the support team that review her resume prepare her for interview she started applying for job do you know today that lady is working with deloitte as business systems analyst she left customer mm. service $47,000 per annum. Now she's earning $97,000 with Deloitte. Almost wow. times two. This was the I lady that said, Oh, I don't think I can do anything. I don't have scale. But today it's a different ballgame. The day she got the offer letter, she called me mm. and she was literally crying on the phone. So there yeah. is power of information. All these things I'm saying, many people are not even aware of this. Some people think that tech means technical. I tell people tech simply means ways of doing things. And ways of doing things could be what? Technical, programming, mm -hmm. process, compliance, and so on and so forth. You do not need to have a tech background to pivot into tech. You do not need to mm. have a tech background to make six figures in this country. We mm. need to encourage our people to know that we are much more as a people. We've got skill yeah. sets. We've got what it takes to make a good living in this country. Yeah. So, also, I, I heard two things. And I, like I said, I'm Oliver Twist. <laughs> I keep hearing things. I want to push you for that. <laughs> so, I heard one thing. You did say that um, right after in black tech like you do the accelerator program for about three months depending on the course you want to do and right after that you also have the support group that helps so they do projects and after that they have a support group that helps them through interviews and stuff like that can you walk us through because i know somebody's going to be curious about black tech after now and uh, and i just want you to kind of walk us through very briefly what happens if so for instance i go join your business analysis group uh i pay for the accelerator these things are paid for though 
Uh, black tech, they are paid for. I want to be able to say that. Is that true? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, black tech, um, uh, and also that is part of the strategy, overall strategy. Uh, you know, yeah. I, I mentioned to you that NIPCA is free. Everything in NIPCA is free. Uh, we've done incubation program where we train people for two months. Some of them, mm -hmm. some of them never knew what was Salesforce before. Some never knew what was ServiceNow before. It was in NIPCA that people began to realize what Salesforce is, what ServiceNow is, what SAP is. Mm -hmm. We've done all this training for free. But one of the mm -hmm. things that we did at Black Tech was we need the programs to be paid for, but at subsidized rates. Okay. Why would they be paid for? Because we need to cater for the folks of our faculties. Today, we have over 20-something faculties delivering 11 programs that we have. As I speak to you now, we have over 400 students across our 11 programs, from DevOps to data analytics to cybersecurity to business analysis to project management to software engineering to Python programming, name it. Hmm. 11 programs fully developed, 20-something faculties. Some of the faculties are working for the best companies. Google, Microsoft, Amazon, name it. We have the best. Now, one of the things we wanted to do, remember the essence of starting Black Tech in the first place. The yeah. essence of starting in the first place was simply because many Black professionals do trainings and still lack confidence to get jobs. To go forward to... So yeah. the essence of Black Tech is to bridge that gap. And that yeah. is why today, in our programs, we have people that have completed training in colleges. People that have completed training elsewhere, they are coming to mm -hmm. Black Tech to register for the same program again. Okay? Sure. So what mm -hmm. we have done, we've built in structures. Each program have what we call program manager. Okay. So it's not like OSITA is one running everything. No. Like, I mean, weekends, programs are running. OSITA is not even involved. <laughs> Every program has a program manager responsible to ensure that the program is delivered successfully. Each cohort delivers successfully. Mm. So we have a program manager and we have faculties. All our programs have multidisciplinary faculty. Like the business analysis, we have five faculties. Not one person, five to deliver that program. We have someone that specializes on tools and techniques, teaching mm -hmm. Jira, conference, and all those stuff. We have someone that specializes in business process modeling. That is the aspect the lady is teaching. We have another person that specializes in business deliverables, working with the developers to implement solutions. That is the person heading the project component of the program. So we have people, experts within their own right, right? Working with the students, mm -hmm to deliver this particular program. And at the end of the day, we have a dedicated team. They do nothing except resume review, interview preparation. And these guys have been paid. So processes have been put in place, structures put in place. And we looked at the gaps that people are experiencing. We, based on those gaps, we are able to develop these processes to ensure that anyone that passes through our program is able to have the confidence, first of all, because confidence is key. Confidence, I know. then knowledge, then the skill to get a job. And do you know I what? Know. Today, we record mm -hmm. average of 20 jobs every month across our wow. programs. Wow. Every, every month. Every month. It's been consistent for the past, past eight months, I will tell you that. Every wow. month. Last week, we recorded eight job offers. One week alone, eight. These are individuals that 
alumni and even some current students securing jobs and they come back to us to say, hey, I've gotten this job offer. That some of a, them are references, yeah. some of them are job referrals, some of them are getting jobs through strategic partnerships. We've got partnership with over 15 companies today. I was coming to partnership. Yes. Hold on. I was coming to partnership <laughs> because I saw a long list of partnership and I was coming there. And so some of this partnership, you how did you broker them? Did they come to you or did you did you have to present what you're doing? Because it's just been a year and I know that you have fantastic results to be able to show them. But how did you, did you, at what point did you say, did you start from the beginning with partnership saying, guys, follow us on this journey. This is what we want to do. Or did you have to get result first before saying, see the results we've gotten in a short, a short time, um, come partner with How did you broker this relationship? Because I, I, I was going to get to partnership. Yeah, th thanks. That's a very good question. You know, just like I mentioned to you, this, what we, what we are building, we are building something that is going to become very, very, very uh, big. Um, it's not like a small ecosystem we are building. We've set our eyes globally. Today, we have students joining from six continents. Today, right? Ooh. So, it's a global ecosystem today. Um, you know, Black Tech has become a place where even most Nigerian, Ghanaian, Tanzanians coming to Canada, before they land, they already enroll for our programs and start attending the program in their home countries. So that by the time they land, it's easier for them to integrate and get jobs. That is what we are seeing right now, like a trend happening. Now, in mm. terms of partnership, we realize that we can't do this all by ourselves. Just like what I told yeah. you. I, 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 I really, I'm, I'm that kind of person that, I, I, you know, competition, collaboration now is a new competition, right? Collaboration sure. is a new competition. So, you, we need to collaborate. And for us to collaborate, we need to look at what do we want to achieve. Then we need strategic partnership to make those things happen. For example, cybersecurity. We want to build a black tech cyber school, get black people trained in cybersecurity. Then which companies do we reach out to? Comtia, for instance, world-renowned yeah. cybersecurity institute. We reached out to them to say, hey, this is what we are doing. This is what we are building. And they were excited. We were able to show some metrics as well, because just like you mentioned, you know, you need to start from somewhere, do some metrics, show some results, and you, of course, you see our organization will be willing to work with you, right? So, mm -hmm. what, what, you know, they approved us to become an endorsed education provider. They extended discount of certification vouchers. So, today, our students will finish our programs and get 40% voucher discount to write their certification exams. Ooh. Right. The same thing. We went to IIBA. The same thing. We partner. We went to PMI. We went to several other organizations. And the next thing we thought about is okay. We've partnered with some tech institutes. Next thing, these folks. It's not just to train them. The cocoa of the matter. The main thing is, is the that work. job. They need to get job. <laughs> and that was now, what led us to now corporate partnerships. We now start identifying organizations like that. RBC Bank. TD, BMO, uh, Canadian Tires, um, we, we have uh, Illumity, and several other corporate organizations that we are partnering with today. Now, some of these organizations are excited because they have seen our ecosystem as a BIPOC environment, black ecosystem. And you know what? Some of them are looking for possibilities to hire black talent to diversify their workforce. So today, they are seeing us as partner in progress.
It's mm. not a mutual kind of partnership. Why the support mm. work we do? We are also helping them with talent as well. So you can see the yeah, symbiotic yeah. partnership now. We, 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 we just, you know, have RVC Bank sponsoring an event coming up in August. Yes, I saw that. I was going to get to that. Yes. Also, you're, you're a marketer. <laughs> <laughs> you are, wait, wait, wait. Where's my drum roll? Yeah, let me give you this one first. Uh, uh, I was literally going to get there. Like, I have my list. And I was like, okay, I would ask because I saw that on your website. But please tell us about the events coming up in August. Yeah, I mean, that, that, is, that, is, that is really the intel right now. Within our eco- a community, because I just finished a meeting right now with a team. Um, a t- yeah. a, a 30, 35-man team. That is planning this event. I finished the meeting just this evening before I joined this particular call. And what are mm. we trying to do? What are we trying to do? I, since I came to this country, for instance, I have never seen a place where, um, for example, you have Africans, you know, talk about, for example, Nigerians, really, you know, kind of gathered, like, you know, tech leaders within, 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 the, within the community, all gathered in, under one roof, you know, trying to inspire others, trying to uh, support one another and stuff like that. So this summit is powered by NIPCA, not Black Tech. Remember, these are two entities. Why we also make it that way is because Black Tech has got a summit as well, a conference that's going to come up sometime in November. Black Tech program is focused on Blacks everyone but nipka our emphasis in nipka is still on nigerians remember that was the vision nigerian it professionals in canada so that is the vision but because Mm. we have got kenyans indians jamaicans joining nipka so (laughs) that is why if you look at our vision now we are not saying nigerian Mm. anymore we are saying that NIPCA is focused, in fact, we have to rebrand the name. It is now NIPCA oh, Immigrant oh, Center. I saw that because I was coming to that. I, like I said, I, I did some breadcrumbs following. Like I followed you guys online. And I, it took me a while. Also, you guys have done a fantastic job. I couldn't even find the full meaning of NIPCA. I knew it in my head, but I couldn't find it online. Because you guys are really rebranded. So I saw that you are now calling it NIPCA Immigrant Center. And I was just blown so I, I thank you for explaining that what you're doing yeah um, yeah because we have to do so, that because we realize more people we are coming for example we had an indian that attended the nipka service now program the guy finished <laughs> for free he finished wrote his certification service now certified administrator there, there was another training for developers he attended for free got his developer certification today that guy is a service now consultant on six figure salary an indian when we started, we were, in fact, the team, we are not really adding anyone. We are specific on Nigeria. But along the line, we felt, let's give room for other folks to join. And that is also yeah. part of the reason why we now rebranded. But still, NIPCA focus is still more on how to support Nigeria. But again, we don't discriminate. We allow others to join. So Evolve Summit is bringing tech experts together. We're going to be having over 20 speakers coming wow. in Toronto on 20th of August. Keynote okay. speaker is going to be delivered by Professor Ndubisi Ekekwe. Some of us might know him. You know, the lead faculty at Tekedia Institute, right? He's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do know him. <laughs> yes, he's coming live to Toronto. He's the keynote wow. speaker and we've also got a vice president with RBC as also another keynote speaker, Mark Beckers. He's also going to be speaking on that day. In addition to several other 
technology uh, tech executives. We have in Kitif one for Robinson, a tech executive with T. Oh yeah, Tidibai. I do know her. She's gonna be coming. I do know her. We have uh, Adijat, you know the you know the director responsible for tech recruitment in RBC. She's gonna be coming with her team. There's gonna be a lot of recruitment as well happening on uh, at the venue. We also have um, uh, Isaac. Uh, Olu Olafe, that is the founder of the Black Innovation Capital, and also someone yeah. that's an entrepreneur is going to be coming. I mean, we have over 20 speakers. All these guys are going to be coming live and direct. It's not virtual. This is live program. So, all preparation right now is in top gear to make sure we deliver wow. a very successful event where every one of us can be really be proud of. Okay. As it's a man. <laughs> Thank you for coming on. Like I really like every other questions, even before I get there, you you already like you already bring that up. And so it's been it's been really interesting. Before we go, I know I've said this like four times. <laughs> how do I join? How do I join Nipka? Where do I even start from if I wanted to join Nipka right now? Yeah, so Nipka, um, you know, we've got a website, right? Uh both Black Tech and Nipka. Yeah. We've got website. So Nipka is uh www nipka.ca okay okay yeah www.nipka.ca so once you go to the website um there's a, a, a tab that says get involved uh once you yeah. click on that then you see join nipka right so okay. just complete the membership form once you complete the membership form uh within two or three days an admin would send you um um, you know the details on how you are going to be joining the telegram and also the slack channel so once you complete the form within 48 hours or thereabout you will get a, a notification on how to join so you can just click the link sent to you by admin then of course you mm -hmm. join so basically it's straightforward okay there you have it folks like this episode i literally have my pen and paper and i've been jotting down stuff thank you osita for coming i really do appreciate this i have thoroughly enjoyed this we have to say thank you and also please i have to say thank you to madame because she saw this vision ahead of time she, she was saying the things that you were there and so she saw this vision so we just want to say thank you osita for joining us there it is folks if you ever want to check you can check out osita on linkedin he's pretty accessible busy but accessible but he also has put things in place like he's mentioned and shared with us tonight and i hope as you listen you get inspired you go do something you get up you go do something you get involved in this community that we're building and i hope this really really inspires everyone thank you and have a wonderful afternoon evening whenever you hear this and do reach out please do reach out uh, to myself and osita we would like to hear from you all of this information that osita has shared will be in the show notes for you to click on and be able to access it thank you folks and thank you for listening bye yeah thank you thank you so much abby great job thank yeah, you yeah you're welcome you're welcome